Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. Yes, yes, hello. This episode is going to be the last for a while or forever or just an undetermined amount of time indefinitely time that you'll be getting a newly recorded interview even though it's two months since i recorded it and i wish i just let the guest shine pretty much every time including this one instead of just trying to reach for the unreachable thing that i always did never knowing my ass from my elbow don't get me wrong i'm proud of what i've done with the show and i wouldn't change any of it but you know with that said I'm grateful once again to have had Miss Oktoberfest agree to be on and was able to, despite me, tell her story to let you in on more of her life journey, both internally and externally, where she's been, where she's at as an ambassador slash figure, and also laugh at my attempts at slapstick and japes and whatnot. Following this episode, next week, will be a special three-part coffeehouse playlist, introed by me, featuring all of the live and acoustic performances recorded just for this iteration of my podcast. You may have heard live stuff from the vault, but this will be only the 51 songs recorded just for the Todd Donald show appearances by all 20 musical guests in sequence, about three hours of coffee house like performances in three parts all together for you to enjoy in a nice bubble bath or car ride or morning coffee making. And then after that three part thing will be just newly introed by me episodes from the vault from 2008 to 2018 lots of good stuff in there i mean it sounds boring when i when i name that like on this episode the last recorded todd donald show interview from when i was still in waterloo november 28th this is 2019's kw miss oktoberfest the energetic and wonderful aaron wetzel of course well, well, okay. Tell me when, when it comes to like saying like KW Miss Oktoberfest by mm-hmm. the year um, so that, you know, an expert could be like, oh, Aaron Wessel. <laughs> is, is it based on the year you become Miss Oktoberfest or like the year, m- most of which is three months so, and one year yeah. and nine months in the next? It's kind of funny. It's based on the year of your Oktoberfest, I guess. So I'm right. Miss Oktoberfest 2019 because the Oktoberfest that I was a part of was 2019's even though the majority of my role consists in 2020, which is kind of funny. But yeah, so it'll go Miss Oktoberfest 2019. Right. Yeah. It seems to work. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I had this huge beef with the idea that when it's 12, that's when it changes from a.m. to p.m. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I had the same kind of, it's weird. Like, why do we do, and we just start counting again, unless you're on a 24-hour clock, but. It's probably (laughs) because of Jesus, I guess, and same with with the year. Oh, yeah. Everything's, (laughs) everything's ruled. I guess the Mayans, right? The right. calendar. <laughs> it's really cool for me to once again say welcome, uh, KW Miss Oktoberfest. But of course, uh, I'm sure this is going to be true twice. If, if it's it's true every time, it's true because it's true because people are awesome because they're people, mm-hmm. not just because they uh, have a title that yeah. that becomes like it doesn't become them or consume them. I guess or yeah. their main priority, which I think that's really the neat thing about Miss Oktoberfest is you don't need to shape yourself or fit a mold. The role will always mold to you. So no matter who it is, the role always changes to reflect what you're passionate about and what you want to do with it. So that's really yeah. the neat thing. See, 
That's good stuff. And you just <laughs> you just answered a, a really good question that I didn't have the gumption to write down. Oh, you know, come up with. I, I like to talk. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It makes my role easier. Uh, <laughs> I can just say welcome. And that's been great. Uh, catch us next week with. But <laughs> but like I was saying, like Sandra is awesome because yeah. she's Sandra Dinka. Yeah. And I'm sure at the end of it. The, the fact is going to be that Aaron Wetzel is awesome because she's oh. Aaron Wetzel. Well, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. You must be deserving of it. Well, they- I, you know what? I've been told by a lot of people, you know, congrats and so well deserving. And, you know, we couldn't have thought of someone better. And I sit here sometimes and definitely like a struggle of mine is to sit here and give myself credit. I always right. want, I'm, I always say I'm a people pleaser. And I always, sometimes I forget to, I guess, give myself a pat on the back. So it's been really interesting to see how a lot of the work that I find myself doing in the community has gone noticed. And it's really neat when I get to speak to people and say, you know, I'm a member of Girl Guides of Canada. Mm -hmm. I volunteer at a retirement home. So there's little connections where people kind of say, oh, well, I know that or I know this person involved in guiding or, you know, my mother or someone lived at that home. And so it's really neat to see all the connections and just the stuff that I volunteer with. For, for sure. It's hard to give yourself a pat on the back. Any good person uh, that I, I think that's well, that's important. Some people, some yeah. people like don't feel like they're getting enough recognition or pats yep. on the back. Yeah. With that, though, would you be able to at least acknowledge that you are someone who, who works hard at everything you do, that you that you do put yourself out there to do as much as you can? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that one of the positive things about me is that I am a hard worker. And I will always try to do my best to help others. And I mean, again, yeah, sometimes that means I forget to help myself. I'm working on that slowly. And one of the things actually Sandra had talked about it a lot in a couple of her things last summer was it's okay to be a work in progress. And I really, really liked how she had to say what she had to say about that. I'm always trying to, you know, work hard and try my best to help others and help myself now too. So. Are you already thinking of ways, both now and in the near future, how you can uh, do the most good awesomeness things that you can <laughs> with this time? Maybe I should write these down and script them better. Okay. Like, do, 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 do you carve out a way to parlay what you'll get on the inner journey of this ride, as well as the things that you do? Uh, mm-hmm. And then going into the future, like, do you feel also... Let me start the question over again because I'm okay. a dumb dumb. No, you're not. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> How far ahead do you look? And do you feel some sense of motivation given by the by becoming Miss Oktoberfest that is is shaping your future in a way like you're like uh, you know something's possible and yeah. may- maybe if I put in the elbow grease. I could be doing this in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely having this role, I already have seen this as a platform to speak to things that I'm passionate about, but I've also seen that I can now use it to meet new people and learn about new things in our community. I did not know much about Extend a Family, Waterloo Region, until I went to the uh, Blooming Affair fashion show. They were the community partner. And then I went to the block party. So I've already learned about all these different things yeah. with extended family so it's super cool that this is a platform now i can use to share what i'm passionate about and then also learn about new things and for the upcoming year i've definitely thought 
about the things I want to do and I want to try and do as much as possible. They all, um, the community members and everybody always jokes, you know, every Miss Oktoberfest says that she wants to do everything and she wants to make sure she does so much. But, you know, sometimes you just have to take a breath and I'm totally caught in that. I'm a victim or um, I'm guilty of it because I'm sitting here too saying, oh, I want to do everything and I want to make sure I like meet people. I make sure I want to go out into the community. But it's not that cantankerous like slow your roll. Life's going to disappoint you. Uh, smokes 10 cigars at once sort of like you know it's not that yeah well, the, oh no yeah it's, it's like life like, just kind of hits you <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean you have to be realistic i think sometimes it's a side effect of being human like you want to yeah. do all these things and then you realize you know you're busy with work or your life your family your friends and sometimes you have to take a step back and think and breathe so i'm still working on that it's okay to just breathe and take it slow sometimes but no I definitely think in the new year I want to use this as a platform to do some new things in the community and I might not know what those are yet but I will figure it out (laughs) what about like if uh, obviously if you were to do this you would do it intentionally because if you wanted to an Instagram post KW Miss Oktoberfest and it's you in the in the dirndl covered in mud on one side and go I (laughs) fell in mud (laughs) people fall in mud and stuff like that it could be a metaphor for life yeah like (laughs) it's life and it's real and things happen and i mean my goal has definitely been to be real and to be myself Mm -hmm. again something that in my past i've struggled with you know going through like high school especially wanting to conform and sometimes you put on a fake face or try to fit in right I think everybody's done that at least once in their life but I I think my goal for this year is to definitely just be myself and to show people what real life is and yeah if that is posting something that you know you fall in mud because everybody's done it I'm happy to you know show the world who I am and what that again that this role is not for anybody specific it's open like it's for any kind of personality any kind of person so yeah, and I think that pedestal thing is 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 tricky too, but I haven't met any of the two Miss Oktoberfest I've met that, who are, who don't have humility. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think if I could describe the whole experience with well, I mean, there's multiple words I could use, but humbling is one of them. Yeah. Because you don't realize how many people like know about Miss Oktoberfest and want to meet you, and all of a sudden you become just the center and it's like oh my gosh yeah and it's well i think that's yeah. sorry I, I i hate to cut you off and it's not, no, it's I'm, okay. not I'm not cutting you off because because i'm a man i'm cutting you off because i'm a bad host <laughs> no but, you're not we're having a good conversation <laughs> there's so much to say <laughs> but that that that's just that's homo sapiens for you too yeah if if, if you're if, if you're in a role that garners attention there's just that spectrum of people that don't like the idea that mm-hmm. it's like, why is it them, not me? Yeah, What's so great yeah. about them? Well, I, I commend anyone for taking that with a grain of salt and, yeah. and just being like, I'm in a place where I could do good things. And clearly yeah. you, you want to do all kinds of good with it, <laughs> uh, both cerebrally with the people that you communicate with, with the things you have to say, but also with the effort mm-hmm. and the functions mm-hmm. and the, the schedule is crazy, is yeah. it? Yeah, well, Oktoberfest schedule was absolutely insane. Probably around 100 events in those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said that it would slow down around the holidays and into January. And it's it's been busy still. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And <laughs> some of the committee and the chaperones are like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's been busy. But it's, it's so great. And, you know, my weekends are 
scattered with events and yep. you know out in the community and i've already done some awesome things like i got to go to a community sock collection with toasty toes so they collect socks nice. for those who need them and this weekend i'm doing um an event at hefner toyota for their christmas open house with you know a big toy drive so cool. yeah going out to community partners but also having something tied to it like a toy drive or the sock collection and something yeah. that also helps which is cool ambassador shit yo yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> ambassador life <laughs> that's awesome you know like the Beatles are doing Beatlemania yeah exactly <laughs> October Fazmania <laughs> that's freaking awesome did you stupid question it's more like, likely that you've seen it than I but I looked and you can see as far back as one year KWMS Oktoberfest and then after that is it's only photos because for whatever reason internet websites like mm -hmm. Do I have to really track back to 1963 and see if she'll write a profile? But you could see the city morphing over time, fashion morphing over time. Yep. It's pretty yeah. neat. No, it is neat. Looking back at like the archives and the history of it all, um, and you know the lead up to Miss Oktoberfest, the candidate events, I did so much research. <laughs> I was right. Googling so much. And yeah, you'd stumble upon these articles or all of the photos from the last... I mean, few years and then some from 10 years ago, all yeah. the way up to 2003 when it yeah. became local. So it's really neat to come across stuff like that and see the legacy. I don't want to stop talking about um, <laughs> words. It's okay. Um, the thing that is... The you, phenomena, I guess. The phenomena, the hoopla, yeah. the mania. Um, <laughs> I want to get to know Aaron Wetzel a bit as yeah. well. Right after this song. Awesome. I have three songs I'd like to play for you by a singer-songwriter from Montreal, Quebec, who linked up with me on Instagram following the Taylin episode. I think they know each other. And since asking for some music by this artist, I just said hell with it and bought the EP. This is Peach Guevara. My mind was blown by how much I loved it. Not mind-blown because I didn't think I'd love it, just because it came from nowhere, as far as I'm concerned, and it's fucking raw, real, unsynthesized, unfucked with just pure music and songwriting coming from someone who truly doesn't care about any of the things that get in the way of artistry. So I reached out and uh, in December and asked if I could do the equivalent of a podcast session over the phone just to chat with and get to know Peach better. And it might not be her real name, which makes me think of Super Mario, Anyway, Peach, if you're listening, I think you and your music are bloody outstanding. Everyone else, please enjoy the first of three tracks by Peach Guevara, the first one being Wild Woman. Thank you. 
That was a that was a good um, indie song by a um, band and or singer songwriter, <laughs> and we're back. Excellent. Uh, of course, I'm chatting with Aaron Wetzel, 2019 KW Mix Oktoberfest, or wherever the year goes in yeah, that title. Yeah, yeah, 2019. Again, I've, I'm really for the first time talking with you now. We just met recently. Mm-hmm. Am I to understand? I think. You recently graduated from Conestoga? Yes. So last summer, 2018, I graduated from Conestoga's Bachelor of Interior Design program. Nice. So four long years and I got out of there. That it was, was four years. Four years. Yeah. I got my bachelor's degree. So you can do that at Conestoga now. You can right. get your degrees. You just said bachelor and I'm like, I oh, was it's fine. surprised <laughs> that it was four years. No, it's good. But <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. So I... Um, that was good. Uh, but you're an idiot. <laughs> no. uh, it was four years of fun. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so it was, it was fun. It was good. And now I work for a company named Schlegel Villages, long-term care and retirement home owners and operators in KW and across Ontario. So I do interior design for them. Well, what was the, how did, I I guess you had four years to figure that out, but like when you're in any program, Mm -hmm. you're spending time, especially like approaching the end being like, what's the likelihood of getting a job after, uh, after this? Did you have the satisfaction of knowing you got the job before you graduated? Yes. So I was very fortunate and I had co-op in my program. I am biased, but co-op is the best thing ever. Anybody listening, if you're in school, do co-op. It's great. Um, But I did my co-ops with Schlegel Villages and that turned into a full-time job after. So very fortunate that I got that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then I, I wasn't stressed going into my thesis, which was great. I had it figured out. And, you know, I could just focus on the end of school. Yeah. And you, well, you grew up in K-Dub? Yeah, I grew up in Maryhill, a little uh, village in the township of Woolwich. Okay. I, I now work out there. I work in New Hamburg oh, part-time. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Actually, at the time that this is going out, I probably no longer work there. But. Oh, well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Bittishan is the small brewery in New Hamburg. Okay, nice. I'll have to check it out. Did you go to Dune campus? I actually went to the Cambridge campus across okay. the highway. So across the 401, that new building with the roundabout at the end. I've never seen it. Yeah. So if you're like, you can see it over top of the 401. It's big and gl- glass and brick. And yeah, it's the engineering school and IT. So you were, I mean, different campus, of course, but you were in Conestoga. 
you went into one of the years in the fall of 2017? Yes, I would have gone into third year in the fall of 2017. Holy shit. I was in office admin for <gasps> oh, six weeks. And then... Two to three months of strike wow. and I had to drop out. It's a bummer. But how did that affect you? So I was actually on a co-op at the time. Brilliant. So I was not affected. Again, very fortunate. Thank you, co-op. But yeah. I was able to go to work. Now, I was taking one of my elective credits in the evening. So that was canceled for... How right. long was that? Like seven weeks? I think it was... I feel like it was more. more. It was like half the semester at least. Yeah. But so I missed out on that, but I still got the credit. You know, we still kind of stayed on track because our prof was really good. He had posted stuff before yeah. just in case. So we kept up with everything and we passed the exam in the end. So. <laughs> right. Nice. But yeah, no, I was, I was kind of affected, but not right. majorly at least. Now I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to add this part up. And that looks like he was in the program and he was the only guy. Is that right? So my boyfriend was actually in we're the back. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Sorry, we're back. <laughs> so my boyfriend was actually in the sister program to interior design. Okay. Conestoga has an architecture project facility management degree. I think it's a Bachelor of Technology. Right. Uh, so I met him in school, met him in first year. Well, I'll say on the rec on the record that when I creeped your Instagram to get some <laughs> intel before the interview and just getting the two things I mentioned yeah. to me, it looked like you met your, your now partner in the class. And he was like the only guy in a class of, of mostly <laughs> girls for four years. That must've been horrible. Yeah. So we actually had, <laughs> no, well, so it was mostly females. We had in the end, I'm trying to think four guys in my class. Right. And then his program was the opposite. Like, right. well, they had a few more. So 10 girls and like 30 guys. So it's right. kind of funny. The tables have turned. <laughs> well, as I told you, I went into office admin. Yeah. So I yeah. was, I was ungrossly outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. There you go. A smaller, if that, uh, t uh tuition repayment. But. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> But good on you for, for seeing a four-year program through. Like yeah. you obviously were committed to what you wanted to do yep. through life's ebbs and flows and mm -hmm. uh, maintaining your life outside of school all four years. Yeah, yeah. Like you definitely still still want that field. So I'm happy with the job that I've been, like that I have. And who knows, maybe in the future it'll branch into something else. Or the one thing I really love about design is you learn like the basics, the elements and principles of design, and they can be applied in any kind of design, whether yeah. it's interior design, graphic design, illustration, animation, anything, photography, you know, you learn those basics right. and it can branch to so many things. Who knows, maybe in the future it'll branch to something, but I'm quite happy with where I'm at right now, which is, which is nice because, you know, again, going back to like high school and you're not knowing what you want to do or you're not really sure of who you really are yet. It's hard to think that one day you're going to sit here and say, I'm happy with where I'm at. And now today it's crazy that I'm like, you know, I'm happy with my job and I'm happy with the life I have right now. So do you see yourself? You have the platform anyway, right? So you can you can speak as Miss Oktoberfest about mm -hmm. Thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, your current to date life wisdom, and if, if we're talking about media, right? Because yeah. I went to school for this, but it sort of doesn't matter in a day and age when <laughs> everyone has a platform. And I don't feel like anyone is, un it's not a matter of deserving. Yeah. Everyone should yeah. have a platform, but I feel like 
once again referencing Sandra. She's starting this new IGTV thing. Yeah. Are are you like before we started? You were like, um, I've never done a podcast before. Is mm-hmm. there anything that interests you about creating something? Like, would you create a blog, perhaps? Po- yeah. Like, so I an Aaron Wetzel blog. Yeah, like an Aaron thing. Wetzel blog. I debated starting a blog back in the summer, and I thought maybe this would be something. And then life got crazy busy, and then Miss right. Oktoberfest happened, which is awesome. Um, but something like you know a blog, or I've really taken to Instagram. I've, I I got a really, I got a better phone this summer. I was working on an (laughs) iPhone 4S for the longest time. So I had one of those. Yeah. Well now I'm on a 6S. So yeah, not much of an upgrade. (laughs) I call that a success though. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I had a 4S up until like June of this year of 2019. Wow. I know it still worked. You know, that thing could be thrown across a room and it wouldn't break. Yeah. So. But now that I've got the newer iPhone, I can, you know, actually use Instagram and I can post to my story. And it was super cool to start to do that. And I'm liking Instagram a lot. So I guess by the time that this is published, everybody will, if you're watching the Miss Oktoberfest page, there'll be a a little Christmas or holiday, I guess, series feature. I don't know what you want to call it, but you'll see. So I'm working on some stuff right now for Instagram with Miss Oktoberfest and some community partners. I was listening, but I did have, I conjured up a visual of the Ellie Kemper character. You were like, you got stuck in a bunker with the iPhone 4 and then you finally got out and updated your phone. You're like, you can do this with Instagram? Literally. um, I just got the Snapchat filters. I'm not even kidding. I I never used that. I couldn't like make myself a little cute dog or wear a flower crown for the longest (laughs) time. For song two, I'm going to deviate the man behind the piano music you hear at the end of every podcast I've done in the last two years is in fact a singer-songwriter in his own right. He is not only a fantastic human being, friend, supporter of mine over many years, and just a cool fellow with a great taste in music, he's also a fantastic singer-songwriter whose original music I've been anxious to hear recorded and released for over 15 fucking years. And we met in Peter Katz's old apartment near the end of 2005 for a singer-songwriter meetup thing. And here I am, 15 years later, introducing his bitchin' brand new song, Listen to Your Heart. When you've lost your way And you're all alone you wanna scream, but you can't, you won't, when the words are few, and the tears don't show, you will find your way, you will find a way, just listen to your heart, it will take you home. Listen to your heart, it will take you home. Listen to your heart, it will take you home. Oh, oh, oh. when you've gone astray and you can't turn back, when the hurt but you gotta stand when you wanna crash but you need to land there's another way 
will find that way. Just listen to your heart, it will take you home. Listen to your heart, it will take you home. Listen to your heart, it will take you home. sad about snapchat though is that everything goes away i know that's I only know. good for like people who are then, trying like, to get away with something yeah and then like if you screenshot it people text you they're like why'd you screenshot that and i'm like because it was memories. a nice picture <laughs> Mem- right, memories i want to remember that yeah <laughs> no i agree oh my gosh actually i just found out for the first time on instagram last weekend with the highlights where you can like find your old stories yeah, yeah. so i've started to post i'm like oh i can actually save these and people can see them this is so cool I have one for community, one for Oktoberfest, and one for culture events, which is so, yeah, I'm new to that and I'm liking it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your family and closest friends. Do you get a lot of support from everyone? Oh, yeah. Was there everyone that was, was was there everyone? (laughs) There was always everyone. Yeah. And some days there are no nobodies. And did you have anyone that, you know, like get bent out of shape? Um, like over the whole Miss Oktoberfest. Yeah. And that's a small minor thing. I have so so much positive energy talking with such a positive person that I I, I would assume that there is positive support in your life. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, like the, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if you surround yourself with positive people who are like-minded, they're going to rub off on you and you'll become a positive person like them because that, you know, I grew up in a very positive family and I've always been very involved with my family and friends. 
right. think that's helped definitely shape me into who I am. Of course, I mean, when I first, I guess, announced or told people, my family and friends about, hey, I'm going to apply for Miss Oktoberfest, there was definitely a few people who were kind of like, oh, that's, that's cool. And that's it. And they wouldn't like ask about it, wouldn't say much. And I just thought, okay, it's just not up their alley they or maybe they aren't as excited about it as I am that's fine but actually it was after I was selected that I found out you know a few of them said well you know we just thought it was a pageant and we didn't really understand why you were doing it and I was like oh well it was a great education opportunity to say hey it's an ambassador program and you know the pageant days ended in 2003 and now we're here so it's local it's community based also we can vote also exactly motherfucker (laughs) Well, yeah. So it wasn't. I was always like, "Hey, we'll just let no, us sit I, you down and like, no, it's okay." I'm, I'm high fiving the evolution. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. The progressiveness of the, the community and people yeah. and everything, right? So it, it was kind of neat to say it was never any like naysayers or anybody negative. Right. I'm again very fortunate. I've not, I didn't have a negative experience at all, or no haters per se. Right. But there were definitely some opportunities for education and to let people know why this was so important to me and why, right. like what it actually is. It was that was kind of a neat spin on things that I learned. This is such an MTV question, but like, were you surprised? I was hopeful the whole time. I was hopeful. I'm the kind of person that to keep myself grounded, I need to realize the fact that things might not happen. Things might not happen the way I want them to. And that's life. So the whole like... That's life. Sorry. Yeah, right? (laughs) No, that's how... That's life. It is... You get what you get and you don't get upset. That's from one of my favorite podcasts I listen to. Um, (laughs) um, I kept telling myself the week leading up to the gala... you know, it probably didn't happen. It's okay. You know, if it didn't happen, it's all right. I had a good time. I learned a lot about myself. I met some amazing people. It's okay. And you know, if, if I win, that's great. If I don't, you know, it's also okay. I was very, um, like calm the day of, I'm usually a very, very, um, anxious person when it comes to things like waiting. So the fact that we waited eight days after the interviews, like they had figured it out the night of the interviews. I found after the fact. <laughs> they literally took like it's like a scorecard. They told us, and they take the scorecards from the interviewers, I guess the panel, and they did the calculation right then and there, and found like they knew on the Thursday. Wow! And then eight days later, think of all the apps we have to kill boredom and, right? and not yeah. have to use our brain. Yeah, I mean, I just I worked and I was like. This is the longest five days of my entire (laughs) life at work. Some days it goes by so fast. But no, the Friday, like I was very calm. I didn't have that pit in my stomach and my nerves were okay. And then the night of the gala, it went so fast. And they told us that. They said, enjoy yourself. It'll go fast. And before we knew it, we were up on that stage waiting, listening. I think Sandra had also said something to all the candidates. You know, you all showed up. So you're already... Mm-hmm. ahead you're already in the game you're already having a great experience because you came to this and you decided to apply right on. so i like, she's she's great like we said you know her mantras always resound with me so and and in being grounded could you visualize yourself not having been chosen and and would you still be motivated to for everything as it is yeah i mean you know i thought about if if it wasn't my name that was called what would like I do, obviously I wasn't gonna like flip a table or something. Like, you know, <laughs> what? I, <right? laughs> 
storm off the stage. No, absolutely. That's not me at all. So I knew I shouldn't be worried about that. But, but don't you love those sitcom moments <laughs> yeah, where you could see like yeah. someone there? You just see like an animated burst of flame in flame their eyes, in the head or the steam that coming bitch. out of your ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone is, and no, it's, no. it's just cartoonishly funny. Oh, it is right. But just to think about that. But no, I did. Yeah. You know, I prepared myself, and I even talked to some people in past Miss Oktoberfests. I said, "Hey, did you guys ever like prepare yourself, or what did you do if you if you didn't win? Like, yeah. did you tell yourself anything?" But life would go on. And I knew that if I wasn't selected, I would still do the things I currently do. You know, it wasn't like I was going to quit my role with Girl Guides or quit my volunteering at the retirement home. Um, I knew I would continue with that and I would have a good support system behind me either way. So it was always just, I, I guess it, you know, an addition to, an addition to me, another hat that I get to wear, which is cool. Right on. Well, I'm, I'm going to segue from that into to my next question after this next song, after we take a break. Enjoy. Song three, going back to Peach Guevara from the album Nude. This is Come Back to the Mountains. Locked up all alone, throw away the key, look in the mirror and do What has happened to me?
This goes on the internet, right? Yeah. And you're currently Miss Oktoberfest. What's a stanky, smelly, bad word that? And you can you can hint what the word is, <laughs> and then I'll see if I can find a way to have us like have you say it in conversation. That's very subtle. Like obviously nothing offensive, but like yeah. Can, can you say? Can you say? Sh- uh, sh- uh, damn it. <laughs> we yeah. were just talking. You heard the song. We're back. We were just talking about like the idea that public perception of certain things per, per se, per se, or per se. Per se, yeah, per se, per se. <sighs> Breathe. So certain roles per se, like Miss Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. may or may not come with an affectation of wholesomeness. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because you you want to be real and you want to be yourself and right. show that at the same time. I have to understand the fact that I am now being looked up to by children and youth. So I can't, you know, I do have to hold myself back. I do have to still be professional in a sense. Professional is a good way. Yeah, but I can still be fun loving and have a good time. And, you know, if people, people don't like that, then who the hell cares? Like it's me and I shouldn't be so concerned about what other people think. Right. Again, if I post in pictures of doing illegal things all over well, yeah. Instagram, I probably shouldn't do that, which I don't do anything illegal. That's okay. <laughs> th- yeah. Th- th- there's like a fun zone to play in. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not Howard Stern. I don't want to see people like being offensive per se. Mm-hmm. Howard Stern in the early years, like he's come to regret yes. that he was ever like that. Yeah, but he's been open about that. And, yeah. yeah. But I, I do like the idea of... PG level antics like yeah like farting if you were at an event right and you're like excuse me I have to go and fart I have, like, I have to <laughs> can just, you be yeah, open about that yeah. I'm pretty sure in one of my like one of the I guess appearances or engagements when I had to give a speech I actually had the hiccups 
And I was, that's my worst fear is right. I hate having the hiccups. And my worst Studies fear. Studies have shown that people don't. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> they hurt. It, yeah, they do. And then you're like, mine are really loud. And I'm pretty sure I hiccuped in the middle of something. It was just like a quick greeting and, you know, kind of people chuckle along. And then you're there like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. But, you know, you laugh along, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, whatever. Just let it go. And there was, um, like, again, going back to the whole, the wholesome thing. thing. No, well, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Studies have shown that people love farts. Okay, well, they're funny. They're Maybe fun. I'll try that in the next appearance I've got. <laughs> no. <laughs> Going back to the thing that you wanted to go back to. Um, the whole idea about being wholesome. Gala night, I went home. I was home around two o'clock in the morning and I was laying in bed because the adrenaline was rushing. And I was scrolling through Facebook thinking, oh my gosh, I should go. I'll go and look and I'll see, you know, I'll just see what the media is around it right now. Right. I don't even remember who it was. Someone in my newsfeed posted a live video of the moment they called the names. And then I went up and I said a few words. Right. And within the first 30 seconds of my little mini speech, it very clearly sounded like I swore in front of everybody. <laughs> and I'm talking the full on, like the big swear. <laughs> nice. And I... Had, that was probably the worst sleep of my entire life. I was up all night feeling sick to my stomach thinking, oh my gosh, I just did that. I literally just swore in front of hundreds of people and I was just selected to be in this role where I have to be, you know, very poised and proper and wholesome. Oh my gosh, I've already made a fool out of myself. Right. And of course, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm texting people like, Guys, you were there. Like, did I swear? Did you hear me say this? And like, no one's responding because they're all sleeping, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I worked myself up, wake up in the morning. <laughs> I guess didn't really sleep. So 6 a.m. rolls around and I noticed <laughs> that Oktoberfest had shared it. I'm like, okay, we're, we're clearly all right. <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah. actually drop a swear word in the speech. But it kind of came down to the fact Somebody, a few people had told me, you know, well, if you did, who cares? Like, whatever. It is what it is. That's you. And you were excited. You were in the moment. And, you know, it's just a word. You weren't being offensive and you weren't directing it at someone. You know, I mean, I didn't say it, but if I had, it wasn't yeah. offensive. And so it was kind of funny that within literally the first five hours of being KW Miss Oktoberfest, <laughs> I had a little mini crisis there thinking, oh, my gosh, I've already blown my opportunity. So it is like kind of obviously that fine line of, yes, you want to be, you're going to be yourself and, but you also have to remember that you, you are now a role model and yeah. youth are looking up to you. So you don't want to be out there and too, like, you know, well, you know, inappropriate, I guess, or offensive. Yeah. So I could see you were looking for the right word there. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll, I'll just echo the fact that like, I, I don't think that any, anything that's like lowbrow has to be offensive that that's someone else's prerogative yeah. to be like, come on, say something, say something uh, phobic right? or say something uh, rated X. Mm -hmm. No, that's no. not. There's just this fun zone where I'm a kid who yeah. grew up with Nickelodeon and and right? much music, and you're just like that goofy weird that stuff. That goofy where it's like, ha, you said doo doo, like that kind of like right yeah. the funny like things. It's like, oh my gosh, like scandalous. And yeah. as adults, you're sitting here like, oh my. God. It's like <laughs> it's when so you. Juvenile. It's like when you go and watch Shrek as an adult. And you realize how actually funny that movie is. Yeah, well, yeah. all three or four of them, however many. Like, it had child humor and it had adult humor. Right. But the kids didn't pick up. Like, yeah. I, yeah. A very subtle 
very, very subtle thing. So everybody go watch Shrek again, please, as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel if you were up on the stage and and you said something like, I don't know, I have to tell you all, the armpits of my dirndl are so dank (laughs) right now. Because that wouldn't have been offensive. No, but, but it's fun. And it's it's true. I will be honest. Maybe not a great first impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be like, maybe for Christmas time, you'd be like, right? when I accepted the role yeah. of Miss Octobrist, <laughs> I didn't the realize. armpits of my dirndl were so dank. <laughs> I called it dank dirndl. Dank dirndl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dank no. dirndl wetzel. Oh, literally, right? Hashtag, oh. I'm kidding. But everyone can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Things that everyone can relate to or, you know again that's the point of being real and being honest and being yourself right but doing it in a way that people relate to and people can find the humor in yeah 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 i'm losing my ability to segue what even is a segue i mean why can't we just like stop conversations and i'm the worst for this my um all my family and friends joke i'm like a like squirrel squirrel talking about something and then i see something out the car window or something I will. I just said something like a hundred times. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. But if I we're driving and I see something out the window, I'll stop what we're talking about and say, "Oh my gosh, look at that thing over there!" Or "Oh, look at." I literally am the worst for just stopping a conversation and going in a completely different direction. Are you serious? You you mean the people that 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 spend time with you aren't looking at that aspect of their lives as candy? Because that can be entertaining. I think I think some people do find it entertaining. I'm sure others find it quite annoying and say, why can't we just finish the conversation we're having? <laughs> Focus. <laughs> My mom says that sometimes. Focus. <laughs> so to jog with you would mean to like, let's keep you over in the same direction I'm running. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't run, so we'd never jog. But no. <laughs> yeah. No, really, yeah. I'm like the I'm the one who kind of just you know wanders. Oh, you gotta kind of pull me, reel me back in. Right. But it's like verbal wandering, like right. whatever you know. I'll talk about anything. So, in a general level, are you good with motivation? With with certain things, I mean, I am not one who is big on fitness per se. Like I will not keep myself motivated to go to a gym or to do workouts. That shit's um, hard. It is. It is. And I love to dance and I didn't nice. realize that until January, which is kind of funny and it's German folk dance. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I didn't go into it thinking, oh, well, it's going to help me stay healthy. That was almost just a side effect of it. And I realized, oh, well, I've lost some weight, but I've also been feeling better and I have more stamina. So right. I'm motivated in that sense. When I find something I like to do or I'm passionate about, yeah. it keeps me going. And you know, I'm motivated to get out of bed and go and do things and continue my my roles in the community or my role at work. And yeah, so motivation has yeah. always been something big. Going back 10 years, I went five years in between then and now I was in like the peak shape of my life. Mm-hmm. And as I've gone back the other way, not only everything that you feel physically is affected, mm-hmm. like your how everything works, your digestive system, yeah. your respiratory, just your ability to move. Yeah. But mentally your diet and exercise patterns affect oh absolutely are affected you can see the way i'm trying to string words together yeah. that <laughs> i'm affected right now no absolutely and i like my whole life i've been very i guess not obsessed but conscious of body image and how that has affected my self esteem and when i was a kid it was the worst thing in the world because i was bullied because of my weight and the way that i looked that sucked. Right. That's why I got involved in Girl Guides. 
I sit here now and I'm like, thanks mom for enrolling me in Girl Guides because I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like a, you're going to go to Girl Guides and we'll try this. But it stuck and I've been with it for 15 years. I now am a leader of girls who were, you know, they're 10 years old. Um, Some of them might be going through a hard time like that, whether it's body image or just even, you know, anxiety or stress. Some of them are starting to recognize the signs of that. And it's, it's humbling and cool to see how you can positively impact their lives. I feel like that's a legacy where I was positively impacted by my guiders. But yeah, my whole life, it's always kind of been on the back of my mind. And it's always like that little nagging thing, right? That it's not just body positivity, but it turns into you're not good enough or you're not worth this. Why bother trying? Because you're not going to do it. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Mental health is totally affected in your perception of yourself by your you know, exercise and diet and your looks. So there's nothing newer or more heavy than anxiety at those yeah. ages yeah. when hormones are, oh my are gosh. happening or before that when, when everything is so big and new. Yeah. You don't know what's happening within yourself and you get like things like hormones and external factors and all of these things are hitting you at once. Yeah. And yeah, it does become stressful. And I think, it's important, you know, with the school system now, how they are addressing mental health and right. things like depression, anxiety, um, even like OCD. And in guiding, we talk about it a lot. Like some of it's in our program areas and we have challenges that we do for the girls. I think it's super beneficial to start these conversations early yeah. so they understand. And maybe not even just for them, but for someone in their family or a friend, they can help them and they know how to approach it with them. Yeah. And it's important, and I'm sure this is an element of what you do, but it's important to be reminded by someone who gives a shit. Yeah. I can say that word because I'm, because I don't think there's anyone from childhood through puberty that there's, there's not one, including myself, including mm-hmm. maybe you at that age. There's no one that doesn't think that they're the only person that has ever mm-hmm. had to deal with feelings that big before. Yeah, And the truth is, as we, we get to know when we're older, it's that's a, that's not the case. Everyone yeah, does. Everyone does. You and, feel alone for a little bit in your life, and then you realize down the road, hey, I wasn't the only one, and yeah, lots of people go through this. I was pushed in the mud at your age, and now Aww. I miss Oktoberfest, and then <laughs> yeah, and then you could be like, even now I get pushed in the mud, and then you post on Instagram, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> muddy arm picture. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do that just for you. I'm gonna Photoshop something. See, I was, wor- I was, I was, it was coming out around to something. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Funny story. <laughs> so I'm doing this voiceover and wrapping up the edit and writing info and scripts. This is the all over the place portion of the deep focus of editing and crafting an episode process that I will not miss for a while. The funny story is that I plan to play three Peter Guevara songs on this one, but there's one song I just found out about recently that came out from a good friend of mine. Seriously, I know you can listen back to all the episodes and it's going to sound like that thing that kind of annoys even me when people are like, oh, I've known them forever. Oh, hey, we're really good friends. Uh, Like that annoying person. Or I'm just going to sound like I think highly of everyone and that I'm an affection tramp or something. None of this is me. I legitimately care for everyone I've mentioned caring for on this podcast and to the effect of as much as I said I'd care for them. So I have to play this song. It's awesome. A fucking course. It rocks, but that's not all. This particular friend goes back further than any of you as far as music goes. 
And here I go. You might remember John Maxim from the guitaring singer-songwriter guy from bands like Breaching Vista, way before that with Close to Home, and in high school with Klutz. We met 20 years ago in high school when I was trying and never finding myself to be in a band. 20 years of band stuff later, John is going on his own with You Know What I Want, the brand new single released earlier this month, and a Facebook page to let the world know he means solo artist business. Let me tell you something. He was the first fan of me and my music that I wasn't related to. The first time I ever performed outside of school with music, John Maxim was the reason. When it came to moving into and two years later out of the apartment in Waterloo that two years of this podcast was recorded at, Johnny Maxim jumped on it. And I know what you're thinking. Shitty guy, right? But not, right? Anyway, I'd like to present his amazing brand new single to you now. It's called You Know What I Want by John Maxim. And now, I think we're even. Yeah.
for a place that feels like somewhere I belong. You know it's time we're out to be judgment free. Turn a feet, fair and stand strong with everyone, everywhere. like warned, but it was suggested by a few people to prepare a joke in case I was asked a joke in interviews for Miss Oktoberfest. Right. So would you like to hear my joke? Sure. I had two and some, a lot of people vetoed the, the first, maybe I'll tell you the real one first and then I'll tell you the one that got vetoed. Okay. So did you hear about the race between the lettuce and the tomato? No. The lettuce was ahead and the tomato was trying to catch up. But I'm, <laughs> shh. So that okay, was boomer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a suggestion. And then my original one that nobody else liked was what is brown and sticky? What? A stick. <laughs> Get it? Sticky? Yes. I thought it was hilarious. It a walks lot you of, down a path. Right? Yeah, then, it does. And then it changes your mind. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> but you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people didn't like that one. So I did not have to tell a joke in the interviews, but I did have the, the lettuce and the tomato one ready. <laughs> it was pretty wholesome dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I hope that was a good experience yeah. for, for you to chat with me. I hope I covered a good solid amount of ground in terms of yeah. both getting to know you as well as your experience of yeah. becoming Miss Oktoberfest. On the one hand, there were circumstances involving that, that, came to us meeting and mm-hmm. and um we wanted to ask you about it got you on the show but the thing is at the end of the day aaron wetzel as the person for me is the guest it was delightful to talk to you whether or not you had the title and i hope that yeah. uh, we'll stay in touch in some fashion so that i can root sure. you on yeah and that you won't be depending on what what you hear when you remember all the things that i said <laughs> that you won't be afraid to like share it with people oh not at all and all of the weird questions i ask or jokes or animations i play in my mind i hope that oktoberfest knows that I, that i'm that i'm fond of the fact that we have such yeah. a, a big thing here and yeah. i've told german visitors to bittishan that uh we're very proud of what we have and they're they're aware in mm-hmm. germany oh yeah of how, how awesome it is the whole miss oktoberfest thing i've gotten to know quite a bit from yeah. talking to both you and sandra and yeah props Props on that gig, well, thank yo. Thank you. <laughs> Props, yo. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I love what you're doing uh, outside of that. With, yeah, well, with thank that. you. Yeah, shout outs to everyone uh, to my mom and my dad, and Taylor, my sister, and to Matt. And yeah, I guess, well, big shout out to Sandra because I think, you know, she introduced us and she's great. So of course. I'm glad she did because I'm happy. So, and shout out to you. Thank you for having me on the show. I'll pass that along. Um, <laughs> 
I'm very tied up right now. Uh, I'll try to get to that to him if I have time. And is there anywhere that you would like for people to follow online to see? Yeah, so there is a website through Oktoberfest, um, but then also the KW Miss Oktoberfest Instagram and Facebook and Twitter pages. I don't know if anybody uses Twitter anymore, but I'm on there too. Um, You can follow along with my journey over the next year. Otherwise, you can always feel free to reach out to me too if you've got questions about what Miss Oktoberfest does, or you can reach out to me if if anybody has any questions, or if there's people listening who are thinking about applying for Miss O. Please reach out. I'd love to chat. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Bye.